Riley, I want to talk to you about a video game. And I'm concerned it's a video game you already talked to me about and I'm going to seem like a jerk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've done this before. Um, an old friend of mine recommended this band, right? It was Old Monsters and Men, actually. Really good band. And I, I oh, listened yeah, to I like, oh, yeah, love this. It's so, so good. Uh, then went to my girlfriend at the time and was like, hey, you should listen to this band. They're really good. And she's like, I recommended this band to you months ago and you refused to listen to it because you don't take my recommendation seriously. Oh, and now that Steph is re- recommending it to you, it's fine. I was like, oh, boy. Really just put my just put my on foot that into that one, put my whole leg in, right into that one there. Oh, boy. Speaking of bands, and I'll come back to the game. Riley, do you know what I purchased this morning that obviously made me think of you? Was it a copy of A History of Violence on DVD? No, it oh. was. And let, let me tell you what the confirmation email for the tickets I bought say. You ready? Oh, here we go. Was it Muse tickets? Join us, join us for an evening with where we will be performing Flood in its entirety. Oh, you got to that Bobby Giants, dude. Yeah, man. That's really good. I'm really happy for you. That's you're gonna have a great time. They, they, they are that is a, they're they a good band. They're one of my favorite bands. Going with Nikki and Ronan and Jeff, and we're yeah. going for the best. They might be Giants song, Particle Man. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, well, up for debate, but you're certainly going to hear so you're going to, you're going to hear some classics. You're going to hear some they, absolute they said classics. Flood, I, I better hear Particle Man. <laughs> I know they said Flood in its entirety, and it's on there, so I better hear Particle Man. Oh no, no, no! The the like I've been to Flood shows. So a flood. So for those of you who don't know, they might be giants. Uh, probably most famous song is um, uh, not the boss of me. No, 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 no. Oh, the, uh, no, the, the most famous song. The most famous song is the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme. Sure, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme. Um, also the you're not the, the boss of me from the, the from Malcolm in the Middle. Um. Uh, Particle Man, Istanbul. Uh, some people might be familiar with the um, the sun is a massive incandescent gas. That one, anyway. Uh, Burnus and Yourself is actually have quite a famous one. <laughs> to be fair, yes. Well, that, amongst them many of the songs we've just anyway. listed are from Flood, though. Uh, and th- and that is the thing, right? It is. It, it, it's sort of the. It's their white album, I guess. Is the white album the Beatles' best album? I don't know. Uh, no, that, I that's mean, that's pretty contentious, actually. But it is it is broadly considered their best album. I would say it's broadly speaking considered their best album, Flood, as well. It's not my favorite, not by a long stri- long shot, but it is it is the one with the highest concentration of like hits, right? Yes. Um, and so they play Flood shows. It's a big part of the Giants culture. They they go and they play all the way right from the beginning to the end. And the funny thing about it is, Birdhouse in Your Soul is essentially the opening song. So they start with yeah. the best song. <laughs> I think Istanbul's a better song, but that, that also follows pretty quickly. It's like the fourth song. <laughs> Istanbul is a novelty song. I don't like. I've never understood why people like it. I don't. It's think also it's a cover. Song. Yeah, it's a cover, and it's a bad song. I don't. I don't. I don't understand why people like it. I like it, but right. I was not here to talk about they might be giants. As no, much no, no, as I'm no. Sure you let's let's rank every song on flood. Right <laughs> on starting. Flood. Well, let with... me let, let me go, let me go to the flood show, and then yeah. we can do that. I think I think it's we want to rock. I think it is. I, I think that I is the best. Like, I quite like I quite like Lucky Ball and Chain. To be fair, Lucky Ball and Chain is a good one. Yeah, Twisting Twisting's in the Dark. I also too. like Twisting's yeah. fine. This is not good content. This is not. No, they stop are, it. They are switching I'll, off I, Dennis, and we haven't got to the central ad break. So no, let's keep going. We got to keep going. So I played a video game recently that I thoroughly enjoyed, and I, I will have freely admit I'm a little bit addicted to currently. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell if it's a game. I can't remember if it's a game you told me about or not. So I apologize in advance if it is. Okay. But Riley, that video game is Anno 1800. Oh, dude. Oh, Mike. Oh, no. Oh, oh, I'm okay. I am simultaneously exalted in triumph with congratulations for you, Dennis, and also my deepest sympathies and condolences that you're playing Anno 1800. Why is that? This game is so close to being incredible. It is so close. Okay, here we go. I'm excited. But there are all these tiny little things that they put in, these little quality of life things, right, that just make the game so frustrating 
So no, I know 1800, for those of you that don't know, <clears throat> if you've ever played a game like SimCity or City Skylines, it's actually very similar to City Skylines, to be honest with you. It is, it's, uh, a, it's a, well, it isn't, it has no, it really is, it really is extremely similar. No, like, it's, got both the whole produ- it's got the whole production chain thing. You don't have that in City Skylines. There is a little bit of that. There, that. That's true. That's a little bit different. But in terms of you have citizens, they have needs, you want to keep them happy. You need to balance resources with money Hang and on, taxes sorry, sorry. and stuff. Back it up, back it up, back it up. You said there's a little bit of that in Anno or in City Skylines? The reason, uh, the fact that yes, the fact that you you know you will make wood twice as fast as you make planks from the wood and stuff like that yes, that is a little bit of a thing. No, that's no, that's the central. That's that's the game plot. That is Anno. The city building. Yeah. The city building is no. The city building is secondary to that. Anno is a production chain game. Yeah, that's probably fair. But Riley, so I want to get into I want to get into Anno chat because I'm excited okay. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is one thing that bothered me about Anno. Kind just, of, just, just the one. Just the one. Okay. Genuinely, yes. Kind of from a... It's not necessarily from a historical accuracy point of view. That's not really what I'm going for. No, because it's sort of historical fiction. Like, it's set, it's set in the 19th yeah. century, but there's all sorts of stuff in there. Yeah. Anyway, go on here. So, you can choose your character's profile and stuff. It doesn't make any difference. It's just like what you look like and stuff. Yeah, a little avatar, yep. Yeah. And then everyone on your island, your base island, <clears throat> yeah. sounds like a stereotypical... English, like peasant, they're all like, "Oi, governor, what's going on?" Like they sound like yes, that. yes, yeah, yeah. My favorite line in Anno, for what it's worth, is when they've run out of um, like if you have a pig uh, place, a sausage factory, they run out of pigs. They go, "We've run out of gubbins." Love the gubbins guy; he's my favorite. <laughs> the gubbins. We've no more gubbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've run out of gubbins. He's great. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's not actually a pig because that's a worker who says they're not a farmer. But we 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 move on. It's in the, it's in the factory. It's in the sausage factory. Hey. Oh, in the sausage factory, it's a worker. Yeah, not not yeah. on the pig farm because the pig farm would yeah, be the farmer. A farmer. Yeah, yeah. So another core mechanic in Anno is you send out expeditions to find the new world. Right, yeah. you sail sail west and see what you hit. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool because you load up a boat and you're like, hope I see any of you ever again, and off yep. they go. Right. Mm-hmm. And it gives you little like um almost like choose your own adventure style things like oh you've encountered a tribe what do you want to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you take certain items with you on the ship, then you'll, you'll be have, more prepared for certain problems, you'll be and certain stuff. bonuses that you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a, it's an that's an okay mechanic. Yeah, yeah. I like that mechanic. Um, it's fine. But when you get to the new world, yeah, and you establish colony there, yes, you don't have farmers anymore. No, you have habaleros, yes. right? Which I think is just Spanish for laborer. Yeah. Why are they Spanish? Um, because like it's, so it's taking after the, like the new world has already been colonized in this, in this thing. And I think but you said surely, habaneros and that's actually a type of, a type of chili Habalero pepper. with an no. L, Riley. No, you have journaleros. Do you have journaleros? Did I say, it yeah. is, it is, hornal, it is, it is, it's, it is J-O-R-N-O-L-E-R-O. You're yeah. right. Hornaleros and obreros. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They all upgrade into obreros. And is there a third yeah. one? I don't know. Yeah, it, but you have to get the New World Rising DLC for that, which which is another huge issue with Anno, but we can come up to that. <laughs> we'll yeah. get there. My apologies. I, my apologies. I misremembered the Spanish word. But So you're saying you send over a boat full of English... English people. Yeah, we've got no more cabins, and they turn up there. They, they set go, up a colony, and they're all Hispanic. They go, hey, jefe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that made sense <laughs> when, in the real world... Spain did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, you're essentially <laughs> that, playing. You're, you're essentially playing Victorian England. Yeah, and I'm supposed to be colonizing what it turns what turns into the United States eventually. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, it's more. Like, I guess it's so, more like the Caribbean. 
But yeah, yeah. But but again, why are they all Spanish? Yeah. It no. doesn't make any sense. No, <laughs> no, no, so it doesn't. Mad. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. No. And no. then, but then, like, instead of instead of you instead of raising sheep to make clothes, you raise alpacas to make like these like ponchos. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well, those are animals that are indigenous to the region. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. We associate those with that kind of culture now because it was colonized by the Spanish. Yeah. But they all all their word the words for those people are all in Spanish. So they all speak in like weird Spanish accents. Yeah. Yeah. Why? There should just be more English people, surely. Well, I guess I guess it's take like maybe in this in the in the world of Anno. I'm so embarrassed that the, I said Habilaris instead of instead of Honolaris. It's really upsetting me. It's but very it is good. what it is. It's very, the very damage good. is done. So is the the New World has already been colonized, right? And it's just, it's it's yeah, got when you that get there, there are people there. Yes. There is uh, there are people there. There's already like pirates and traders and, and stuff. Not indigenous people, there. yeah. Yeah, well, no, of course, because that's how the, that's how it gets around colonization. It's um, I remember someone. I remember I remember a super super like like an ultra woke warrior, right? Mm-hmm. Went after Minecraft one time uh, because of how it is. It, I think they called it like the 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 imperialist wet dream. It's this virgin land that doesn't have any indigenous population, and so it's actually enormously problematic because it is, it is. Um, it's it's ultimate erasure, right? I guess. Yeah, and it's it's putting it, it's it's saying that Minecraft is like this. Uh, it's it's an irresponsible video, politically politically irresponsible video game because it it glorifies imperialism and colonialization by removing indigenous peoples and cultures from. Um, from a land that you're supposed to go and you know exploit and change and and, and colonize essentially, and that was an interesting argument. But then I realized like it's a children's game about like moving blocks around, and I don't know that it goes that deep. So as much it's as video I am Legos, yeah, slow yeah, down. As, as as much as I am obviously you know one of the tofu eating wokerati, um, I don't know if I can come with him on that journey. But Anno definitely Anno, sort of Anno is, Anno is a game. Anno is a game about colonization. Your people in your home country are mm. like, I want rum. Go mm. find sugarcane. Like yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. and that's the game. Um, and it gets worse in the DLCs as well because in the DLCs, well, one of them you go to the north, right? One of them you go and you go and essentially um, to the, the Arctic. Yeah, well, I was going to say you colonize Antarctica, but I guess that, that would be the south. But yes, you go like it's called the Passage, and you go and you colonize. This You're frozen like wasteland, Kelso the North, Northwest right? Passage style, right? Yeah, but then there is another DLC where you essentially colonize what is basically just Africa, right? Okay. Um, and it's it's got all these. It's called Embessa, right? And it's got all these mechanics about like you have to is, use. Is Embessa a real place or is that a fictionalized thing? No, it's a fictionalized place. It's called the Land of Lions, the DLC, and and you have to go and it like there's a um you know how in I know farming is a big thing and you just plant farms and they grow and that's it, right? Yeah, of course doesn't work in in Bessa because it's a desert and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, you go there and these people are presumably analog stand-ins for African people, right? Mm-hmm. So that's got a real that's got a real imperialist tinge to it. Whereas I guess with the new world they're trying to sort of sidestep that a little bit by There's just no putting... indigenous people in the new world in the game. No. There are no. only your there are only your Spanish workers that you've taken from a different dimension. Unless, I guess. unless, unless these are Spanish speaking indigenous people, it's not they, the, the the Anno Deep Law doesn't really cover it, but it definitely does have a sort of cowardly sidestepping of the issue of colonization and it does and it doesn't though, because some of the other characters in the game are clearly slave traders. Who's a slave trader? Beryl, the Irish woman. She's a slave trader, Beryl O'Mara. Well, she keeps making like every time when you click on her, she's like, "Oh, you don't look, you don't look in the hold of my ships, and we won't be having any problems." And it's like, "Okay, oh, 
Oh dear, yeah, that's very yeah. sinister. I never really put that together. Well, you know the the pirate. What's his name? Um, I can't Which remember his one? name. There's the the guy in the new world. Yeah, the, the guy in the new world. He again. He is a, he is a, he is a French name, I think. So again, someone else has beaten us to the punch in the new world here. But, but that's he, okay. He's he the, he the story like his backstory is his dad was a slave. So hang on, when is this game set? What's happening? I don't it's understand. Set in eighteen hundred. Okay, uh, Jean Lafortune, that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His dad was a slave, and so he 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 grew up and became a pirate, and you know, is this whole anti-establishment, kill all government type type fellow, which is certainly justified given that background. But yeah. then slavery—it's not just even slavery doesn't exist in Anno. The, no trappings of the slave trade exist apart from like the backstory. So I do think that I'll stand by my comment that Anno is a little bit cowardly in addressing some of the historical elements of this game. Might be more the more I talk about this game, might be more problematic than I thought it was. I think it is in a way that is it's it's very um, it's well it's made by Ubisoft, right? So it shouldn't be surprising. It's very it's very Far Cry Five with its mm. sidestepping of the political issues that are actually in the crosshairs here right mm-hmm. so far cry 5 is the game about you fighting you fighting against religious extremists fundamentalists right in what is essentially a stand-in for the state of montana in the u.s right mm-hmm. and it's never explicitly said that these people are christians but they're definitely based off of like doomsday christian cultists right like proper 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 whack jobs right from the from the far christian right Mm-hmm. But it's never explicitly said, and Ubisoft came out and said all this cowardly stuff about how, oh no, it's a it's a social commentary on on you know twenty first century extremism, blah blah blah. They they wouldn't actually come out and say, oh no, it's about Christian whack jobs, even though that's clearly what the game was, the, the thrust of the game was. So mm-hmm. they just try to kind of sidestep it, and I think the same thing has happened here with Anno. Like it's a very fun city builder, and it's fun trying to set up and optimize production chains that are designed to make optimization as as tricky as possible. Mm-hmm. but you always have so when Rad talks optimization there is that like usually you'll like so an example um is we talked about um sausages right yep. so you need pig pharmacy at pigs pigs get turned into sausages but you also need pigs to make soap mm-hmm. so pigs get rendered pig fat gets rendered and then you get rendered fat and then you get soap actually turns into soap so you end up needing twice as many pigs as you would, but then like the numbers will be slightly different. So you might make sausages faster than you would make yeah. soap. So the the ratios are always messed up. And stuff. so the beginning production chains are really easy. You need two log, you need two lumberjack lumberjack huts for one woodworker's workshop, or whatever mm-hmm. it's called, right? Like, um, and and that makes you gives you planks. But then later on, you know, you'll need 0.75 pig farms per soap factory, or whatever it is. So, or what the the real killer is that later on you'll need untreated wood for other stuff. So then you have so to start. Putting if all in, your wood's getting funneled into stuff, yeah. then you need to make a surplus of it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And it's re- it is really fun, and there is there is a bunch of like I, I've criticized its quality of life, but there are some things in the game that they have have actually also more recently put in in more recent patches just to make the game more fun and less of a like of a managed sorry more of oh, a managed game did, and less of a like. Did it a, used to be more? Did it used to be more of a slog? Oh, dude, you have no idea. Like it had, um, it had all these issues with like you know like mass pla- the mass placement and movement of buildings. Um, yeah, that's all. Now you can just copy paste and move things for free. Yeah, and it's like, or you can play if you don't like being able to pick up a house and move it and move buildings around for free. You can also put self imposed difficulty modifiers in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't pause the game. You can't pause it. If you pause it, you can't like 
plan or build anything. So it means that when you you have to plan out a city basically in real time. Yeah, and they've just said that is true. that is that is just part of the game's design. It's infuriating. It's that so doesn't bother me at all. But it just means you have to play on the fly constantly. And if I want to sit there and design, like lay out the grid of a city and be like, this is going to go here, that's going to go here, I'm going to zone all this properly. I want to have that option. And if people don't like that, don't put that option on. Mm, maybe. But no, it doesn't take anything away. This is the whole argument about like, oh, games are supposed to be hard. Easy mode is bad for games. It's not. Just don't play on easy. I think, I, think, I, think, I think it's because you're supposed to have to scramble when there's like a fire or a disease. But I don't want to do that. I, I downloaded Look, mods that turn off. I, I downloaded mods that turn fires off. And riots and all that sort of stuff. Turn them off. I don't want to do that. I you are it's so because like we always joke about how Riot doesn't like uh, civilization, uh, vanilla civilization because there's too much combat. Because the combat, right? I don't like combat in civilization. And Anno has extremely little combat. There's no land troops. There's only boats yeah, and boats. Like, it's very difficult to siege an island with boats. It's nigh impossible to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, t- I, know I turned, build, I turned like, off. I turned off the pirates as well. I'm not. Doing but if that. you build two cannons in your bay, it's like, well, never taking that down. You joking? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's impossible. But I, don't, I, but I don't want to have to do that. I want to build more warehouses. <laughs> I want to build more. I want to build more piers. You know. So I, I play. I, I, I. It's funny because the way I always play the civilization whenever we play this, I try to make more money than God, and mm. then, and Anno, boy, does Anno reward you for doing that? Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you can so you can buy shares in other people's islands and like hostile take over them. Company stare that sort of see. I don't I don't I don't do that at all. I play with the three easiest AIs. Refuse that you can play a game mode where like they have to ask you for permission to settle islands and I'm like nope every time nope 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 nope. So I do appreciate that that Anna just kind of because I, I just want to play like a sandbox right. That's all I want. We want to play solitaire. Yeah, I just want to build. Yeah, I do. I just want to build. I mean, nice the base game doesn't and, doesn't even have like a win condition. No, no, it doesn't. But the win condition is just having watching numbers go up and making sure all of your production chains are fed. Because as you say, you'll unlock a new tier of of character or of, of city yeah, inhabitants. Yeah, you go from your farmers to workers to artisans to et cetera. Yeah. Engineers, investors. And once you get to like a new thing, all of a sudden you'll have to, as you say before with the wood, like you'll have to build all these side chains on your production chains to try to fulfill their new needs. And it just, the balance gets messed up every time. And so the game becomes about rebalancing your economy every time that you, like new stuff comes into it. It's like a lot of games. You find your game in it. My game is currently how many exhibitions of just pigeons can my zoo possibly have, basically. <laughs> yeah. And you can, and that's, yeah, there's fun stuff. You can build zoos, you can build botanical gardens. It's it, it, like the game. Did you know you I can think, walk around in your city in first person mode? There is. A, I've never tried it, but I know there's a first person mode. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, the game is very one, good looking. And it surprisingly I, good looking, honestly. Yeah, I think they should lean into the meditative side of it. But yeah, your you, your point about the new world definitely stands, and it was definitely something I was thinking about while I was playing it because you just move, move to the new world and start ripping the natural resources out of it, and there's no ethical implications to it whatsoever. I on, like I understand why they didn't want to do that. I mean, I, I agree with you that I think it is cowardly and probably a little bit irresponsible. Yeah. But I understand why they were like, especially like you know, French-owned company, and you know, Jean Lafortune is probably supposed to be Haitian, right? Yes. So they yeah, don't want to be like, Ugh. <laughs> like yeah, um, so I understand. Or I don't think it was a good idea, but I understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they had to make them Spanish. It simply doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah. It simply doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, it's, that really it's, bothered me. It's definitely they, they've made some they've made some very weird choices with it. Having Overall, said that, though, I, great game. I really, yeah, I will, I will begrudgingly admit that it is a really, really, really fun game. Um, 
we're gonna so if, if, if you're listening to this on patreon.com slash have it listen to this obviously you won't have the ad break but for the people out there in the general world you will have an ad break now mm. in a moment but riley i want to highlight something dude i think you'll enjoy which is when i was worried that you'd spoken to me about anno and i'd forgotten about it which it turns mm. out probably has happened right uh, I would imagine uh, that, yeah. I would imagine it's it's likely we've we've had a conversation about Anna, yes. And do you know what my where my suspicion came from? Do you know how I came to it? And this is how I do 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 a lot with things with you. Yeah. I will imagine the word Anna in my brain. Okay. And then I will say it to myself in an Australian accent. And if it scans, I'm like, oh, I think Riley's probably mentioned it. <laughs> if there's any hits in you, that's it. That's so I was like, I know. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I know. That sounds about right. Yeah, Have I ever heard it. someone say that word in that way? If so, it's probably Riley. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Add time. Enjoy, enjoy your gubbins. <laughs> the problem has been, Dennis that a lot of people have actually got in touch saying. And say so they don't get the ads? They don't get the ads. So this is a big problem so for me. They're secret patrons. No, they're not secret patrons. They're just people who apparently the ad, the Spotify ad service. Actually, yeah, we're, we're making we're, we, we are making a red cent off them it's, either it's way. The, it's the worst <laughs> case scenario. Anyway, um, I did some gardening this week, Dennis. You did some gardening this week. Okay, yeah, did, must did be nice. Gardening. Have a garden. Wow, brag about it. Uh, well, the gardening was done in pots on our deck, so I wouldn't get too Ooh, excited. Nice, yeah. nice save. Yeah. So there's yeah. you, you're reaching that point in your life, Riley, as as you as you push into your thirties, right? Mm, mm, mm. Where you have to choose, it's like D and D. You have to choose a second class as an adult male. Okay. Is it going to be fishing? Is it fantasy sports? Is it gardening? What's the plan? <laughs> like, what's the subclass? <laughs> oh dear. So no, well, it was actually Megan who got me onto this. So, mm-hmm. so I, I want to, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to walk you through the whole process here. So, Megan and I go to the supermarket, do our shopping. Um, one thing we like to add to a lot of the dishes that we cook is spring onion. Right, so these are the. I don't know if they're called that in other parts of the world because we don't like. For example, we call um, what you would call a bell pepper. Uh, we call a capsicum. Um, a little on the no- little, a little on the nose, but all right. Oh, uh, scallions. I have scallions. Yeah, yeah, scallions. Scallions and spring onions are quite. Uh, I mean, scallions are just little baby onions, right? Scallions, green onions, spring onions, shallots. Shallots, yeah. I don't. I. I don't know. Anyway. The um, onion family ro- rolls deep. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you, I, I'm with you on that, yeah. So we buy these spring onions, right? Chop them up, put them in our food. It's very good. But then Megan discovered that if you, if you, because they get sold with roots on at, at Coles, if you chop it off about three, four centimeters above the root, right, you can then propagate more. You can grow more spring onions from that shoot. They'll just regrow. And you don't even need roots. to plant them to do this. You can just put them in a glass of water and they'll grow. And is the government... Can the government stop you? Well, that, and they can't do anything about it. There's no law that says you can't grow spring onions out of a, out of a shot glass on, on, the, on your deck. And so well, Megan started yet. doing this. And I couldn't believe it. Where are these plants getting their nutrients from? The air? The sun. No, but where do they get nitrogen from? The sun isn't beaming nitrogen into them. I guess the air, the air is like 21% nitrogen, right? No, the air is 20, 21% oxygen. It's 78% oh, it's, it's, nitrogen. It's, it's 78% nitrogen. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. But but plants don't breathe nitrogen out of the air. Not effectively, anyway. They need it, they need it from the... From, anyway, I was very surprised. Anyway, Megan, is, Megan has got to a point where she has like eight of these cuttings of spring onions, right? And they're all growing. empire. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, that's it. She's, 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 she's really... It, it, yeah. And when does Obi-Wan Kenobi arrive to inspect the clone army? <laughs> That's <laughs> that is it. Like, when do we stop going? To, when we have to go to Coles, we look. Look, we just don't. We just don't need spring onions anymore. We're growing them ourselves. So she goes, no, no. We're going to go down to Bunnings Warehouse, right? Which is a big hardware 
homeware gardening superstore, massive. It's where you famously get the bunning snag on the weekend, right? And she's like, we're going to get stuff to so I can plant these things. And she had it all planned out. She's gone online. She's found the products that she wanted. And then that didn't really save us any time when we were there because she, then she started debating and second-guessing the, the pots that she wanted, which mm. is a very typically mm. Megan thing to do. But that's fine. We go to the Bunnings. We go to the garden centre. And I don't – like, I, I've never been into gardening, right? It's always the sort of no, thing no, that's, no, on, no. that's on my list, but like way, way – like when I'm 60 – I'll start getting into gardening, I think. That's yeah, much which worse. I think is the appropriate time, right? Yeah, like there are all sorts of people of, a, of an advanced age pottering around the garden centre and, and you know, lovingly picking up plants and sort of looking at them and then like, you know, either putting them in the trolley or putting them back. And it was very sweet. So obviously I, I'm getting a whiff of where this is going and this is something I've experienced recently and I want yeah. to chime in here. Okay. At the very least, garden centres are really nice, man. They are. They're lovely. They're really nice. They're very, they're very tranquil. Uh, they're obviously nice and leafy and green. There are some lovely smells. There are some less lovely smells. But yeah, it's nice walking around a garden center. Yes. Um, I, w- I, w- I got taken to a garden center recently because Nikki has taken um, to... So outside of her window where she she works, she has a desk up against a window. Yeah. There's a little tree out there. And I think Nikki is single-handedly keeping the bird population of the local area alive. Yeah. She buys so many little bird feeders. They're these little things that are like it's I can it's a half a coconut, right? Mm. And it's filled with what I can only assume is I think it's like a coconut butter paste. Oh, jeez! Uh, fi- with like with like seeds in it. Gourmet, right? gourmet eating for the local birds. She buys multi packs of these bad boys, <laughs> and the birds go to town. Oh yeah, I bet they would. And the only person who loves watching birds at the window more than Nikki. And it's not a person, it is my cat. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a all person, day long, cat show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. staring furious at, at these birds just like coming. I mean, having the audacity right to come peck at the tree outside his house, I can yeah. only imagine. Um, so I have been exposed to a couple of garden centers in, in, in recent times, and I have found them quite pleasant. So I'm not surprised. It sounds like you might have been, you might be getting sucked in. No, I, I didn't mind it at all. But it was, I, I, so there, there, there are two things I want to talk about with this. One is, how little I know about gardening, right? But yes, then the other... It, it runs deep. But the other one, which we'll come to, is how much I know about gardening, right? Which surprised okay. me. So we'll come back to that. So walking around Bunnings, Megan agonizing over which color pot to get, which style of pot to get, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just dirt. It's just a dirt vessel, right? Doesn't matter, right? Anyway, we make, we make some selections, that's fine. But then we get to the potting mix, Dennis. And oh mm. my goodness me, I didn't realize that bags of dirt could be so diverse and so so uh, well, yeah, I mean, such a, a you, wide Riley, number of Anno applications. Anno should have prepared you for this. Some dirt you can grow red peppers, some dirt you can grow wheat, but you can't grow hops. No, see, Surely I, I, I downloaded you. a mod that also turned off all the fertility things because I don't want to have to go to another what, bro, island. That's just, that's, a, that's just part of it. Are you joking me? Okay, um, sorry. I'm, can... I'm busy, man. I've done, I don't have time to go. No, Ryan, I, I, for, for those who've never played the game, which I imagine is the vast majority of you, we're, we're getting to the point where Riley is playing solitaire having turned off clubs. Like, that's the that's the level we're getting yeah, to. But I just, wanted, I, I just wanted to build a nice city, man. And I didn't want to... So what you have to do every time you want to plant a new crop is you have to move to a new island, set up a new little settlement there of farmers to farm the stuff. And that's not true. Roots. So the starting island will already have, always have wheat and potatoes and then you'll need to go get usually hops or peppers. Or yeah, cotton, but I don't want, I don't want to do that. I want to put those next to the farms that I already have on my main island. Oh, ridiculous. Anyway, that's fine. Sorry, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm not saying that you should play like that if you don't want to. 
Oh no, and, and, and that's okay. But I just, I it just, I just don't understand how. I just like everything looking nice and being efficient. So. I just want it all yeah. set up neatly. Anyway, just draw a city then. Why am I having the game? Yeah, at all? yeah, that, that that would that would that would perhaps do a bit a better job for me. Anyway, so we Learn go to the, AutoCAD. Anyway, we go sorry. to we go to the potting mix area and all of the olfactory delight that comes with it. But mm, I'm sure we, we weren't sure whether we should get the Garden Basics all-purpose potting mix or the premium potting mix or the organic compost or the garden soil mix or the water-saving mulch or the like there is so much there are so many different types the specialty potting mix for cuttings and seeds dennis do we need that like i'll be honest man like they just have to have added like some gardening dlc right because humans have been doing this for tens of thousands of years yeah like it's one of the first things we did as a civilization yeah is stop wandering around hunting elk and be like hold on we can grow food slow yeah. the very first person to arrive back from the supermarket and be like hang on if you cut the, the these these screen these yeah. um I don't know why this would be giggling so much. These onions just right, you can grow them at home. Yeah. That's like fundamental to the human condition. That's, so that's, tens of thousands of years later, they have to have some new product lines. They can't just keep selling your seeds and dirt. Right. right. So they, they, they had to add some... Notes. I mean, this stuff, Riley, not joking, this stuff literally grows on trees. So they got to figure out some kind of way to get you, to get you in there and, get, and part, your, part your money from you. Well, we decided to pay the extra dollar at one dollar ten, right? A dollar, a, one extra dollar and ten extra cents, right? We went for the premium potting mix. We went for the. We, we, we decided that these nice. spring onions needed need yeah yeah up up from three eighty to four ninety eight, right? Uh, two hundred fifty nine. Twenty five percent increase. Yeah, more. Jesus. Two hundred fifty nine four star reviews on the bunnings.com.au website. I'm looking at it now, um, and it was a wise purchase. Anyway, we also bought right. Some herbs for our, for our cooking. On top of the the spring onions that Megan is growing, we bought a little mint mm-hmm. tree, little tree, very good, little mint plant, sprig, little yeah. sprig of mint, um, some parsley, and mm-hmm. some chives. I love chives. I used to eat chives just by themselves. Man. I'll I'll eat a, ch- I'll eat a chive. I'll eat a chive. I love a chive. Megan, Megan, never tried a chive. Tried to get her to eat them. I was going and I was kind of grazing like a like a horse. I was grazing on some quite of literally the, grazing, yeah. Yeah, some of the the herbs. And Megan was like, oh, "I hate when you do that." I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Just you just stop eating stuff." And I'm like, "It's fine. You have to test it." She's like, "Do you know who does this?" I'm like, "I don't know who does this." Megan. She's like, "My grandma." <laughs> <laughs> like, whenever I went to the gardens with my grandma, she would just taste. She would just taste the herbs, right? So I'm t- I'm chomping on some um, some. Chives. It's not just the gardens. I love the idea. I love the idea that Megan's grandma is in a, is in a supermarket, rips up a pack of sausages, and just snaps into it. It's like, oh, it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'll take one <laughs> else time. Um, but we also bought tennis. We also bought a little treat for another little person who lives in our home. Not a person. Our cat. We bought wow, the same misdirect I use very strong. <laughs> we we bought cat grass. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, and I had a try of it. I had a taste of it. It's just grass. Just grass. Just tastes exactly like scammed. grass. Scammed. Absolutely scammed. Well, that's not what Scotia thought because we brought it home mm-hmm. and I don't know if she could smell it or what, but she went mental. She's not a huge... She's a, like She does chat with us a little bit, but she's not a hugely vocal cat, not always yelling. As soon as we walked in the door with the cat grass, she was going bonk, just yelling. Is it like? Is it like? Is it like catnip? It's not cat. No, no, no. Because it doesn't have any. Like it doesn't. They don't get high. Apparently, it's good good for their digestion. I don't know. Apparently, it's got like. They recommend that you give it to indoor cats because it's got like vitamins and minerals and nutrients that they won't get otherwise. Right. Okay. So we put one of the punnets down in front of her, and she was like a lawnmower. 
and cats don't have the teeth to crop grass. So she's chewing no, they're it. fangs, yeah. Yeah, she's she's ripping it off with her back teeth. She's like taking bites of it from the side and ripping it off so much so that she she pulled it out of the punnet. Like the entire. Well, she doesn't. She doesn't have molars. Like, yeah, yeah. what's she doing? Like- yeah. It was unbelievable, right? So we go and replant. We bought. We had the foresight to buy a wide, shallow pot that wasn't going to be knocked over by her, right? Mm. And we planted it like this. But when we started planting, so I'm, I'm, I've never really gardened, right? I've never really mm-hmm. been much of a green thumb. We had but, a garden when I was in primary school that yeah. we all, like, all worked in and we'd plant little potatoes and stuff. That was cute. But that's pretty much my last exposure to gardening, I would say. And I would have said the same thing, right? Like I've never really been one for gardening. But then when I started planting these little seedlings and other stuff that we'd bought at Bunnings, it was like, you know, in, in the, the much acclaimed video game, the Breath of the Wild, where you unlock an old memory of Link's, and he has this sort of like revelation, this shock of look, like this look of shock on his face. I was having that, and I was having flashbacks, Dennis, to when I was like five years old in the backyard at my nan's place as she taught me how to plant seedlings. It's like that scene in Ratatouille. Which scene in Ratatouille? Where he eats the ratatouille and he has the flashback to when he's a child. I don't remember that scene. I would say that's a more ubiquitous scene. I've never seen, I've never even seen ratatouille and I know that scene. Oh, I've, I, I have seen ratatouille and I can't remember that scene. It's where the bad guy eats the rat. It eats the eponymous oh, ratatouille. Right, yes, 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 yes. Okay, the bad guy, the, the food critic, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking like the chef guy, the rat guy. No, no the bad you're guy. like, which part of ratatouille? I was like, the ratatouille bit. What are you talking about? Well, what do you mean the ratatouille bit? I would say the ratatouille bit is when he's pulling on his hair to make him cook stuff. Yeah, but when he makes the actual ratatouille. Okay, so. The that, dish but, ratatouille. Yeah, but that's not the ratatouille bit. Yes, it is. No, it's not. The ratatouille bit is when he's in the kitchen and the guy, the rat is pulling on the guy's hair. That's just the whole plot of the movie. But that's what the verb ratatouille is now. That's not a verb, it though. Is a ver- it's it a is definitely French a verb. Cuisine it's dish. definitely a verb you can do. It's definitely a verb now. It's been verbed. It's been fully verbed. It's, it is part of the Colonel's 11 secret verbs and spices. You can, <laughs> so, you to, can ratatouille someone. And, which is to puppeteer them into yes, doing something. Yes, exactly. Right? Ratatouilleing someone. Someone doing doing a ratatouille is not eating and having a flashback. It is pulling someone's hair underneath a chef hat. I suppose that is true. Yes. That anyway, is true. Yes. your point stands during the climax of the film when the food critic eats the ratatouille and has the flashback to his grandma. Yes, it's exactly this, right? So, we get out the seedlings. We get out the pots. Mm-hmm. We get out the potting mix. I'm putting the potting mix in. And I remembered how she taught me to use my fingers to, like, dig a little hole to put the seedling oh, I in. I remember that, too. And how you had to massage the side of the punnet, which the thing came in so it would slide out easily. And he had to, like, tickle the roots of the plant before you put it in the earth. And then he had to tuck it in and make sure it was nice and cozy in its bed, right? And then how, much, how you'd give it a drink when it, before, it, before it went, like, in the, like... All these little things that just came flooding back from nearly three decades ago. That's very sweet, man. And then Megan was like, how do you know this? I'm like, I don't know. As <laughs> Riley <laughs> weeps over some chives. <laughs> but it was nice. Like, I'm not, I don't have any metaphysical beliefs. I don't believe in heaven or hell or any, any god or gods or anything and, like and that. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't describe you as necessarily a particularly sentimental person either. Well, in some ways I am, though, because like... I guess I, that's true. I did... It's not that I, you know, I didn't, it's not like I saw the force ghost of, 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 you know, 
Margaret Knight hovering over me with a smile on her face as I was doing no, this. No, but you are you are like oh you are like oh it gives me kind of a chill to like walk the same streets I walked as a teenager that kind of thing. Definitely, that is mentality. definitely, and it definitely and it did feel like I know this is going to sound really tacky, but like it did feel like my nan was there in a way, right? Like not in a not in a, again yeah. not in a metaphysical sense, not in the like oh I can feel no, her watching had, over had, me, but like. Had- you had a metaphysical experience. You just didn't hang a blanket on, on it the same way a lot of people do. Yeah, hang a blanket with two eye holes cut in it and say, oh, look, it's a ghost. I just... <laughs> sure. I, I just... I was like, oh, my like, my my nan taught me this and now I'm doing it years later without even remembering it. And it was really... It was just really nice. And it was also a really nice thing to do with Megan. Like, it was more her mm. hobby, but she's like, oh, do you want to come out and do this? I was in the middle of writing an episode of Half House History, halfhousehistory.net, patreon.com slash halfhousehistory. Go and support a proper podcast that actually Patreon has some time and planning put into it. Um, but I put that down, right? And went outside and sat on the deck and we video called my mum and she told me that she was proud of us because, you know, we'd done such a good job planting the seeds. And then like, I just mm-hmm. had this memory of my grandma and it was just really, really nice. And I didn't expect the gardening to, I thought it'd be fun, like a fun little hobby type thing, but I didn't expect Even it novel, to, yeah. I didn't expect it to resonate with me on that level. Holy moly. So what's, so what's happened now? Are you... Is there is there more to be had in the gardening world? Is this going to be something you continue with? Oh, is this is this my gateway my gateway seedling? Um, so I've seen this happen, and I mean, your honestly, your experience sounds much more earnest and heartfelt than than, than many. Mm. But I've seen this happen to many people in my life mm. who, as I grow older, and I joked about it earlier, where you have to choose a subclass as a man either in your thirties, who are men talking about gardening and the different kinds of grass they have in their garden and mm. all this kind of stuff. Mm. And they have the same look many of the characters have in their eyes in like get out. You know? They're just like it's glazed over and they're not really there. It's 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 an upsetting it's an upsetting vibe. So I don't think that's gonna happen to you. But I because like I said, your experience seems much more earnest and heartfelt. Yeah. But I wanna know how far because the rabbit hole the rabbit hole does go deep, and I wanna know how 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 big a trowel you've packed, I guess, in this scenario. Look, I think it's gonna be slowly, slowly, because like we don't have a garden, so it's gonna be just stuff in pots. And Megan's definitely the one taking the lean on it. But it was just it was just nice. And it's something that yeah, definitely resonated more with me than I thought it was going to. So yeah, I I think I'll probably I'll I'll probably I'll probably garden a little more here and there. We'll see how we go. Um, we have an orange tree in our apartment that Nikki purchased that yeah. is, I, I, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, just refuses to die. I don't know how else to describe this. Yeah, the tenacity yeah. of, of Mother Gaia in this yeah. scenario. This orange tree will be, long after you and I are both dead, Riley, dropping its shitty, sour little oranges <laughs> forever, I think. Um, I mean, I'm sure it'll get big enough one day to have proper oranges, but it is, it's like... Oh, it's well over a foot tall now. It's like a proper tree, like little tree. Yeah. And it just sits by the window and Nikki waters it, I assume. And it makes its own mulch by dropping these oranges no human could ever possibly eat, which then rot into its pot. It's all yeah. it's all very cyclical. It's not, it's not, it makes its own compost. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love that. Like my mum, my mum doesn't go, like she'll go grocery shopping for like milk because she doesn't have a cow. But um, she doesn't buy fruit and vegetables from the from the supermarket. She grows all of her own fruit and veg in the back in the backyard. So how are you? Because you're a picky eater. I very, would very, say. very picky. Thank you. Yes. So how are you on the deformed tomatoes side of things? 
Well, Megan was talking about how, you know, we're going to, because they were like, because capsicum over here, those bell peppers I was saying, $15 a kilo. Mm-hmm. You think I've got that kind of money? Patreon.com slash half history. Please help me buy a capsicum. But Megan was looking mm. at capsicum plants, which were cheaper than actual capsicums, right? And she's like, yeah, this is somebody required. We, we are going, <laughs> we are going, <laughs> some assembly required. Well, it is. It's like you're buying, no, you're you're buying right. your, your food from Ikea. Like. You're right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so she said, we're going to buy capsicum plants. We're going to grow our own capsicums. We're going to grow our own tomatoes. We're going to grow this. We're going to grow that. I'm like, yeah, great. Love it. Fantastic. Riley, this is this is Anna all over again, Riley. How long does it take to grow a bell pepper versus how often oh, do you eat bell exactly. peppers? Exactly. And, right, and when I want to start growing, you know, a different type of, uh, when I start when I start growing potatoes, I'm going to have to go into the neighbor's yeah, you, you garden. Plant and, them in your neighbor's yeah, garden. Exactly. Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Straniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.